0: podcasting from the star group home of the iconic dressable lions this is beyond the known the podcast that takes you a step beyond what you know about business i'm your host paul m Newberger, president of the star group on today's episode of beyond the known our guest is dr Silvestra ramirez clinic owner and director as well as physical therapist at ptm physical therapy of milwaukee dr ramirez welcome to the program
1: Delighted to be here. Thank you.
0: Boy, that's a lot of hats on your head. Clinic owner, director, and physical therapist. How do you manage to survive the day with that many titles?
1: I make strategic to-do lists, (laughs) which definitely gets me through the day and gets me through the weeks, but it's been a journey and a, a passion of mine to provide physical therapy services to the community. So really just doing what I love and that's what gets me through the day.
0: Well, what do they say? If you really love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And it I, seems like you are a living embodiment of that.
1: I truly believe that I'm having so much fun in, in, this, in this field and it's been set, but it's just unbelievable to say it's been 10 years already that I've been a physical therapist, eight years as a practice owner. So have enjoyed every day of it and every day presents a new challenge. This COVID definitely presented a huge challenge, so happy to talk about all the challenges and the ups and downs of business entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, 10 years already, time sure flies when you're having fun. (laughs) So speaking of time flies, so will this interview. So let's get right down to business here. So you talk about how passionate you are and that is self-evident from the minute you walked into the studio and we started having small talk about this field, your eyes just light up and it's obvious you're doing what you were called to do where does your passion for this line of work come from would you say
1: so early on college was always the next step so my parents at that time did not have college educations but it was instilled in myself and my brothers and sisters that college was a natural next step so begin thinking what career you want to choose so in high school i had some ideas your usual nurse teacher nothing really that called to me but i did like figure skating so I decided one summer that figure skating was going to be it for me. I loved watching it on TV, I never personally did it, but I thought I had this great idea that in rollerblading was the same thing as figure skating. So I convinced my parents to buy my sisters and I some rollerblades and we would go out to the park. I told my parents it's going to be a great way to get us out of the house so we don't watch as much TV and we get exercise so they were sold. My marketing tools were evident early on. so. I remember going out one day with my sisters and we were rollerblading. Like I said, I wasn't that good, but for some reason in my mind, I said, if I can rollerblade, I can definitely figure skate. Well, I ended up in therapy. I dislocated my patella, and that was my first introduction to physical therapy. And working alongside with my physical therapist and seeing that this was a career where they get to have fun, teach exercises, show patients how to walk again, because they showed me how to walk, get rid of my crutches, I said, this is the best job ever. This is what I want to do. So that was my introduction to physical therapy. Little did I know at that time that I was also going to be an entrepreneur, that I was going to take on an additional endeavor of educating our multilingual and multicultural communities of what physical therapy is. Specifically in my background as a Hispanic, as a Mexican-American, physical therapy isn't viewed as If you get hurt, you go see your physical therapist. In our culture, if you get hurt, you go see your doctor first, you go see what's called a sobandero, somebody that massages you and massages the pain out. You rub some herbal remedies on it, you take some tea and that's supposed to heal you. So in this additional endeavor that I decided to undertake when I opened physical therapy in Milwaukee, I knew that getting the correct information to our community was going to be important in addition to demonstrating to our communities the benefits of physical therapy.
0: So whoever would have thought that a dislocated patella could be one of the greatest things that ever happened to you?
1: (laughs) Truly, it was. It was painful, but it was the start and the spark of my love for the body and my love for the 600 plus muscles that move us every day.
0: Well, as they say, (laughs) it just takes a spark to light a fire for sure. Well, so it's one thing to understand why you're so passionate about this field in that explanation that you just gave. It makes a lot of sense now, but it's completely different ball of wax to open your own practice. So talk about how that came about. You were in the field, you're passionate about the field, you love the field, you're touching a lot of lives along the way. But then at some point you say, you know what, I want to run my business. I want to start my practice. Can you talk about how that transformation came to be?
1: Definitely. There were a lot of people behind the scenes. I say it's I'm the face of the business and and it is my brand that I've developed, but mentors, my parents that are huge supporters and my biggest cheerleaders. My sister early on worked in the business for no pay, so she always reminds me of that. Starting the business was something that I found a niche in the community. As I began, as I graduated and then started working in physical therapy at a local hospital, I saw the need for bilingual services and multicultural services, something that a hospital organization was unable to fulfill those needs and tap into that market. So I started taking business classes as my career has been in physical therapy and I learned about the joints and the body and the muscles, but I didn't have a great understanding of what a business was. So I went back to school. I took myself back to school and started learning what a business structure is. What are the different decisions involved in business? And that really, I've always enjoyed learning, so that sparked another interest of, of mine to just learn more. I wanted to learn more about business and more about marketing and how to develop a website. And I'm all my trajectory has always been continuous learning. And I love a challenge, and I saw this as an enormous challenge. And initially, because of the barriers that I faced, I wanted to give up a few times. I remember early on, a few months into the business, I said, I'm only gonna do this for one year. If this does not work in the year mark, I'm out. I go, go back working at the hospital and I'll be fine. I never saw it as a failure if I wasn't going to make it in business, so to speak, but I was willing to be there in my business, be present and grow the practice for the community's needs. And above all that has been our mission.
0: Well, let's dive a little deeper in that I think some people can look at you from the outside looking in and say she's the epitome of success. Life has always been easy. She knows what she's doing. She's got the world by the string as it were, but you had mentioned these challenges and your ability to overcome adversity, to overcome these roadblocks, to overcome these obstacles. Can you give us some specific concrete examples of what some of these challenges were that you faced along the way and how were you able to overcome those?
1: Definitely. This is my favorite story to tell. (laughs) I love this question. Number one, in business, usually people don't look like me. Hispanic American, like I mentioned, a Latina-owned business, a women-owned business. I did not see a lot of mentors having that seat at the table, and I felt I needed to make space at the table so that I can also demonstrate to my community that this is possible. So above all, that was a huge challenge that not seeing somebody that looked like you, that spoke like you at the table, I felt, okay, I need to wiggle my way onto the table and make sure that our community has that voice. And with that took a lot of courage, took a lot of guts and continues to push me out of my comfort zone. But I know that in the back of my mind, I know my community needs it. And that's really the fuel that pushes me uh, to the table and to continue into entrepreneurship because every year has many challenges that we face as a business financially healthcare decisions and changes happening at a larger organizational level in addition to covid so those are some things that every year we need to push and innovate and continue to drive the changes for our community the second huge barrier would be getting seed money and getting that financial backing of a bank so after taking myself back to school to learn business i thought i was ready i said okay i've got the pt lingo and i know what i'm doing and i've got the business lingo and I know what structure I want to have my business. I know how to read financial statements. So I felt so ready. So when I had my business plan, I presented it to the bank and they denied me for a loan. So I said, okay, I'll try another bank. Same thing, I was at the seat seat at a table with many male colleagues that just did not see the vision, did not see the need in the community for another physical therapy clinic. And I was devastated after bank number three, after bank number four, after eight banks said, nope, we cannot loan you the money. I was crushed. I said, well, maybe this is just a sign. Maybe this is just a sign that the business is not viable. Or there something pushed me back to say, just give it another thought. In discussing with my parents, with mentors, I brought to them these reservations that I had. And they said, if this is truly your passion, if this is what you truly want and you see that your community needs, just save up your money and do it yourself. And I thought, oh, I should have thought of that, of course. So I was working three jobs. I remember working three months without having a day off. I was working weekends. I would pick up extra shifts because definitely I knew that this is what my community needed. Education on physical therapy, learning how to move their bodies, learning how to recover after a work injury. I said, of course, I will be willing to invest time and energy so that I can save up money and open up the business. And that's exactly what I did. Those two things. And then definitely COVID this year was a huge barrier in deciding, continue having the business open, or is it in our best interest to close for the safety of our employees, their families, and our patients? You know, 2020 started off phenomenal. January, February, I remember having a meeting with my staff and we laid out strategic goals and we were all on the same page, our marketing initiatives. Our calendar for 2020 was filled with health fairs that we were going to do at different schools. And every month we had three or four community events that we were, we loved being out in the community and talking about physical therapy and what to expect after a total knee replacement or If you're having shoulder impingement, what exercises to do? That's our love going out into the community and educating. And March hit, actually in March was going to be the opening of my second clinic. I remember the first weekend in March, we moved stuff into the new clinic, new tables and equipment. And then the week after that, it was no, no go. I started hearing more news and COVID and COVID and this virus. And it was a huge barrier boulder that was put In front of me saying okay second clinic is not going to be open what are you going to do with physical therapy of milwaukee so tremendous amount of effort on behalf of my staff to really come to the table with their questions and their fears and also bringing the patients to the table in regards to what did they need patients that had had surgery and they needed to continue their therapy Patients that had been hurt at work, they needed to continue to the therapy. So we collectively came up with a plan how to move forward to keep ourselves and our patients safe. And that introduced telehealth services. So we are now starting online physical therapy services for our patients that are still hesitant to come out. But in addition to patients that do come to the clinic, they see it as an adjunct to their care because sometimes they come to the clinic for one visit and then the next visit if it's busy at work or they just can't get away, we connect with them online, we teach them exercises, we keep their rehab plan going so they don't have a stop in between. So innovation and innovation will continue to be part of who we are as a business as we continue to push forward even in this pandemic.
0: Let's dive a little bit deeper with COVID and to say that 2020 Has been a disruptive year, would be the greatest understatement in the history of understatements. You already gave us an example on the professional side with respect to this telehealth program that you did. But let's talk about you, Dr. Ramirez, on a personal side. I think there's a difference between a two mentality and a four mentality. I think some of the more unsuccessful people in life, let's just say, have a two mentality this happened to me, how could she do this to me? How could COVID do this to me? You're the victim, you're a bystander, you had no say in the matter. However, on the for side, and I would put you in this category, I think the more successful people have a for mentality. She did that for me. Me losing my job happened for me. COVID happened for me to some degree, as weird as that sounds. What did COVID do for you personally and how in some small way, Are you a better version of yourself because of what you went through over the past couple of months?
1: I remember March, April, I was working 15, 16 hours a day. I was definitely putting myself last. In business, my employees come first, my patients come next, and then I come last. So something that I learned and COVID definitely played a a role in helping me learn that I need to take better care of myself my mental health, my physical health. I love working out. That definitely is a stress reliever for me. But once March hit, I was so enthralled in everything COVID, making the right decision for my employees and my patients. Being ready, worst case scenario, best case scenario, worst case scenario, I had to be prepared for closing the doors. And what were my employees going to do for financial resources? So middle, about end of March, I wasn't well mentally. I took up running. And I am not a runner. <laughs> I don't like running half a block. I feel like I'm, like I'm going to die. <laughs> so this pandemic taught me how strong my heart is, how strong my body is. And I can say I can run a mile without stopping. <laughs> so I remember one day I was so stressed out and I left the clinic. It was about 7, 730 and I just went out and I just started running. I didn't warm up, (laughs) but I did just start running as a stress reliever because it really took a toll on my mental health. So my advice to people, especially business owners, especially women, because we push ourselves so much to be better, to do more, to take on more onto our plate, is definitely don't put yourself last. I learned that lesson the hard way, but the light at the end of that tunnel was that now I'm a runner and I do enjoy running
0: <laughs> well, good for you. And that is certainly a nice development in a very dark situation. And it sounds like you're certainly better because of that. And. I think as we've discussed before, there's a lot of people looking up to you. I think in the world of business, you would be, we should affectionately call a pioneer based on what you've done. I mean, you had mentioned that PTM was founded back in 2013 to provide the Milwaukee community with the first fully bilingual physical therapy clinic, and that's no small feat that you were able to do that. So as a female business owner running a clinic that is bilingual like this, What advice do you have for other women who are looking to do what you did?
1: I have three pieces of advice for our female entrepreneurs. Uh, Number one, and I hope it's been evident uh, to this point in our conversation, is finding your passion and having fun in your business. I go to work every day looking forward to hearing my employees, conversing with them, forming a relationship with them, speaking to my patients, getting to know who they are, What brought them to PT, how we can be of service at that point in their injury or in their trajectory of physical therapy. I love, absolutely love what I do. And I love the results that we're able to provide our community. And that for sure, I know that we will have a long legacy and trajectory in our community because of that. So find your passion. You might be 30 and not know quite yet. You might be 50 and not know quite yet. We might not find our passion early on in life, but continue looking and continue searching to find that career, that side hustle, that side job that sparks your joy and just follow that path. Number two would be define your brand experience. And this is something that I learned along the way in my eight years in the business world. is when a patient comes into your business, when a customer comes into your business, what do they see? What do they touch? What do they smell and feel? Every customer is going to come into your business to have an experience, and you want them to have the best experience at your business so they can go tell a friend, tell their family, and that is a way of marketing. We ensure that our brand experience from the point that patient calls our clinic to the moment that they come in and actually visit us, every experience has those elements involved in that we thought about those elements and every now and then I walk into the clinic and I look around and I ask myself those questions what do I see is everything organized put in its place what do I smell what do I feel when I sit down in the waiting room and my employees sometimes laugh at me because I go out and I sit in the waiting room and they say are you waiting for an appointment I said no I'm just taking it all in what through the eyes of a patient what do they see when they come into the clinic so defining your brand experience is very important. Number three, and we alluded to this already, pivot, shift, and focus. You might need to pivot in business. You might need to pivot in life. Assess the situation and decide if you're ready to pivot. Shifting your immediate needs. So back in January, February, my immediate needs were business growth and marketing. March came and I had to shift my focus to what was the immediate questions on my plate that I needed to answer. And then focus. Once you did that pivot and you shifted, focus on what your mission is. And that mission will remain true, pandemic or no pandemic.
0: That's some excellent advice. And I think our audience would certainly be well-served to heed that, especially coming from a credible source such as yourself. Let's talk a little bit about the benefits of physical therapy specifically. As we all get older, we get some bumps and bruises. We hear pops in places (laughs) we didn't know existed. But what specifically are the benefits of physical therapy and why should people look at the services your company provides?
1: Mm -hmm. Great question. So the benefits of physical therapy are plenty. You gain more strength. You gain more mobility. You come in and get education on your posture and your low back and you increase flexibility. You also get rid of a lot of things. You get rid of your pain, that nagging achy pain that you have every morning getting out of bed. You decrease the number of times that you complain to your spouse about that pain. You decrease those cracks and Rice Krispies that I call them. So there's many benefits to PT, and you get rid of a lot of things going to PT. But coming from a big believer in PT, there's, if you, most people find us post-injury, so ACL tear, rotator cuff surgery tear. A lot of people think of PT as if I have a surgery, then I go to PT. But there are these great benefits to come to PT when you start having a small ache or pain so that it doesn't get worse. Benefits to coming to PT when you hurt your back trying to lift your kiddos because they are getting bigger every day. (laughs) These are the many reasons that we educate our communities of why PT is of benefit. And it might be something that you don't need us today, but keep us in mind and we are there to give you that education when you might need us
0: obviously we should be thinking about health on an ongoing regular basis. And I think your example of you love to work out, but in the middle of the COVID pandemic, you just became totally distracted by work, by your employees, by the survival of your business. Nobody could blame you. But then it kind of took that crisis moment. Oh my gosh, I'm neglecting myself so much. I'm having uh, issues in certain areas before you got back on track again. So for individuals listening to this now that say, I want to start taking control of my health. I wanna make sure that I don't get into a situation where my health is gone or I'm losing it before I make this a priority. What are things people can start to do today to improve their overall health and well-being? would you say?
1: So let's do them together. I will have everybody sit at, most people are working at home, right? So if you sit with both feet on the floor, shoulders are coming up and around. So you wanna make big shoulder rolls and this helps to improve your circulation and all the blood flow that's going to the head for all those good thoughts and energy to work during the day. All right now we're going to reverse the shoulders back. And going back helps to improve your posture. Everything that we do in front, we're all just hunched over and driving hunched over. So the second we roll those shoulders back, we're opening up our chest and improving our lung capacity. All great things that we want during the day these little things and just making sure that we're moving these 600 plus muscles that we have in our body is so important. If you have five minutes that you can just go take a walk around the block and get some fresh air, these muscles want to be moved, want to be stretched. And a lot of times we take them for granted until they're achy and screaming pain, pain, pain. But if we can intervene with a few of these easy stretches that take 20 to 30 seconds or maybe a five-minute walk outside, these small little incremental changes daily will make a huge difference in your overall health.
0: Well, as you were doing that, our producers, Cheryl and Rachel, literally were playing along at home. And boy, you guys look relaxed now. (laughs) Energized. All right. This stuff works. We're seeing it in the studio here, everybody. So we talked a little bit about PTM. Can you describe some of the specific services that PTM offers?
1: Definitely. So we take a very hands-on approach, one-on-one approach with our patients. We have many people think of physical therapy as they're just going to show me exercises and stretches. I already know them, or I can Google them. Physical therapy not only involves those things, because those are important parts of pieces of the puzzle, but we have other pieces of the puzzle that we also offer. Our newest service that we offer is dry needling. So it's similar to acupuncture, but the needle goes into the muscle and you get a, between a 50 to 75% instantaneous relief of stress in the muscle. You'll have to come to the clinic and try it out. I've tried it out myself and we've tried it out on our employees. It's Incredible how much we can get that muscle to relax just by a quick treatment of dry needling. In addition, we have other treatments to help if there's a muscle tear or a tendon tear, like ultrasound, electrical stimulation, and a lot of manual mobilization and education more than anything on if it's a muscle tear or a tendon tear because there's very different protocols to follow depending on where the injury is coming from.
0: Dry needling. I've made a mental note of that. It sounds fun. I got to imagine you've probably got this long list of success stories, people that were in pain that are now healed, people that maybe doubted the ability for this to work who are now big-time believers. Could you give us a success story or two that our audience might find of value where your therapies have really made a difference in people's lives?
1: Definitely. My biggest success stories are with patients that are non-believers. It's a patient that comes in, and when I'm evaluating them, they say, My doctor told me to be here. I already tried therapy and this doesn't work. I know all the exercises, so just give me the paper and I'm okay. I love getting patients like this. If I can get 10 patients a day like this, it would be amazing because it really provides me an opportunity to educate our community and educate patients who are non-believers, who potentially had a bad experience in therapy before and educate them on the different services that we offer. The field of physical therapy has evolved. It's not like it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So we might have a different treatment that we're able to do for them um, at that particular time. So these patient non-believers, like I call them, I thank them for their honesty. Thank you for being honest with me. and And I'm sorry you had a bad experience with physical therapy before. But I will also be honest with you in terms of diagnosis, prognosis, And what we need to do together in order to help with the injury at hand. And that honesty really helps to decrease the tension that's already there. Because the patient, like I said, doesn't want to be there, doesn't think that I'm going to be able to help them. But having that honest conversation and communication helps so that the patient trusts you. And really it's that patient provider trust that you're beginning to establish on the first visit. These success stories, these patients have gone on to be believers of physical therapy. I don't wanna say 100% because there's still some non-believers out there, but I enjoy the opportunity to have a challenging patient on my schedule because that is where my true skills and technique lies in helping these patients understand that I am a piece of the puzzle and they are in charge of their healthcare. And I will do everything in my power to bring the necessary treatments and ideas and techniques to the table. But it really is a two way street in order to improve their lifestyle and, and uh, movement and flexibility.
0: Yeah, I think. Making believers is kind of par for the course for you, Dr. Ramirez. I mean, not only are you making believers out of your patients, not only are you making believers out of your employees, you're also making believers out of the community at large. And I'm going to have to take a deep breath or two to read through all of these, but... Since the founding of your organization, your clinic back in 2013, man, you have really taken home some hardware. I should have (laughs) invested in wood or something for all these trophy cases you probably have had to build. But among others, you've been recognized via the Governor's Marketplace Minority Business Enterprise Award for Outstanding Small Business, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year, no small feat, The Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 under 40 recognition, and if all that's not enough, how about this? Named a top three physical therapist in Milwaukee for the past two years by 3bstrated.com. Hopefully I said that right. But just an awful lot of good stuff going on. This might be like asking you to pick between your children. You've had an incredible amount of success, both personally and professionally. For the people listening to this that just want to get some modicum of that on their side... What would you say are one or two things that somebody could start doing today to really be the best possible version of themselves from a business perspective?
1: I would grab a notebook, grab a pen, and write down the three things that you enjoy doing. What are three things? If it's going out for a walk, if it's reading a specific newspaper, if it's helping at a local organization, what are the top three things that you could not do without? If today was going to be your day, those are the three things that fuels your spirit and fuels your passion and use those when things get tough, because life is tough, we have ups and downs. But identifying and putting pen to paper those top three things that you love doing that brings your passion will help you when things might not go your way, number one. Number two, I would say continue to bring mentors and friends and other entrepreneurs to the seat at at your table. So inviting those that are bring additional ideas and can help continue to grow your business. And I say this because my employees, I have eight employees and they continually help me grow and they challenge our business, business services. So they brought to the table dry needling, they bring these innovative ideas and they they're really the fabric that has helped this business garner all these, this attention and awards, and I could not be more grateful to have such a phenomenal team on my side.
0: Well, what you just said in that answer that really stuck out to me were three words. Fuels your spirit. It's obvious your work fuels your spirit, you're fueling the spirit of others on an ongoing daily basis and i just want to thank you on behalf of all of us here at the star group for fueling the spirit of us as well as our listeners with your passion your energy your drive and i really do appreciate this conversation and thank you for sharing all the wonderful information with us that you did
1: thank you it's been wonderful i appreciate the opportunity
0: thanks for listening to beyond the known with paul m newberger if you like our show and want to know more Check us out at stargroup.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-group.com slash podcast. We're also available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.